Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Three minutes past the hour here in our nation's capital. Liddell Willingham here with you on the fan until 10 o'clock tonight before I dish the rock to the JR Sport Brief Show. I want to give another big thanks to WSA 9's Darren Haynes for hopping on with me about 15 minutes ago, giving us the latest on the Dan Snyder situation. After 11 hours in front of the House Oversight Committee, Daniel Snyder finally a free man for now. Uh, Many, many, many questions probably asked by the House Oversight Committee, and we'll see uh, here in the coming hours, maybe days, Uh, whether or not Daniel Snyder truthfully answered those questions or whether or not he was doing his best duck and dodge impersonations. want to continue to hear from you guys, though. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines wide open, 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well, N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. I want to hear from you guys. What do you hope to learn about this Dan Snyder situation after he was deposed for 11 hours today in front of the House Oversight Committee. Let's go to my man Tyler in Alexandria who wants to sound off on the little man that is Daniel Snyder. What's going on, Tyler? Hey, thanks for taking my call. No problem. Hey, um, I'm just looking at this on a very, very, very optimistic viewpoint where the past couple of years, if you look at what Daniel Snyder's done, you know, he's just literally just dipped, dodged, and ducked, you know, swerving everything, you know, gaining more shares of the team, whatnot. So what I want to hear from all this is, I'm just looking at a very optimistic viewpoint where, like, any information is good information. Right. So earlier, Grant and Danny had on uh, some guy that was, like, a managing director of a law firm that was giving his take on it. Gutman. And from what, yeah, Gutman. So from what I heard on that is basically just more, you know, dodging, ducking, where he was going to basically have three answers. Uh, you have to ask his lawyer. You have to ask Bruce Allen. And <laughs> I don't know the answer. So... I can just see him sitting there for 11 straight hours just giving those same three answers. And another reason why they said that he was on there for 11 straight hours is because he wanted to, since he voluntarily did it, he could pick and choose what he can and won't answer. And he just wanted to get it out of the way and just, his lawyer will present it and just say, my client has faced Congress and you guys can, you know, decipher your information from there. But he has faced Congress at this point. So anything that we can gain from this, is a win, you know, basically it, it, sky's the limit. Just playing with house money at this point. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate you, Tyler. And, whew, man, if Tyler is right about this situation and Dan Snyder is that big of a you-know-what, that he would sit in front of those people's face for 11 hours and not answer a single question, is he built like that? That, that that's what now 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 I'm trying to get down to the nitty gritty about the person. I'm trying to I'm trying to see what's really going on with Daniel Snyder. Is he built like that to sit in front of the House Oversight Committee for 11 hours and not say diddly squat? 
I mean, he's a runaway to Italy, France, and the Middle East in the last three weeks. I mean, he's but, built like that. I mean, your money will get you out of that situation, but when you're facing the music, man, your money can't get you to not answer questions, right? Like, But he's facing it virtually. You know, there's a difference. Yeah. You know, if you're speaking with somebody via FaceTime versus if you're speaking with somebody in a dispute face-to-face, there's a different energy there. You 100%. Know? Yeah. I, I, it's, it's, it's tough for me to really wrap my head around all this stuff because – and I guess it is for everybody because there is no precedent for a situation like this. The fact that he has the unmitigated gall to duck and die. I'm calling them the feds. I'm from the old school. I'm going to call it how T.I. is. The House Oversight Committee, to me, equals the feds. The fact that he has the unmitigated gall to duck and dodge the feds like this, when he's clearly in the wrong, got non-disclosure agreements out the wazoo, he's clearly hiding something. And if I'm the House Oversight Committee, man, I, I don't even know, though. Like, what could get somebody, what, what's like an emergency that would make somebody come back to the country? Like, what, what could possibly, what, what could they possibly say to get him to come back to the country? What, what, what they got to lie and say that the, that the commanders have started off 5-0 and and you need to come back right now to see all of this live? He still wouldn't come. See, the thing with him is, like, if you think about this from your perspective or my perspective, mm-hmm. there are very much things that would draw me back to the country. 100%. You know, illness of a family member, something along those lines. You know, very serious stuff. He has the money to handle that remotely. Yes. And I don't think he cares about uh, really anyone enough to do that. And I mean, I would guess his wife, but also... I mean, who knows what type of terms him and Tanya are on after he's I been mean, sneaking and geeking. Yeah, we're in this situation because he, he's fondling around yeah, like, come with on. other people. So I, I, I can only imagine that, that, that Tanya isn't thinking uh, isn't t- thinking too highly of her sugar boo, Dan Snyder. Probably not thinking too high of old Dan Dan right now. And Denton hit on it earlier, man. This will be my dream, dream scenario because I'm just messy and love drama. Let's say Daniel Snyder continues to refuse to come back to the United States. And the House Oversight Committee says, you know what? We got to do it. Let's subpoena Tanya Snyder. Imagine any of you folks out there who are married. I'm not. Imagine your significant other cheating on you in the public eye, right? And then got to go in front of the feds and answer questions about it. You got to answer for your husband's infidelity under oath. Know how embarrassing that is? I mean, I guess embarrassing. I guess they're already completely embarrassed. The Snyder name has been completely tarnished already to this point because Daniel Snyder is a complete weirdo. It's honestly a ridiculous situation and like, how lucky are we to have to, to have to deal with this and cover this? I mean, it, it's honestly like, it's one of those situations for me, like there's no coming back from the things and allegations uh, that, that, that some of the things that Dan Snyder has been accused of. There, there is no surviving this situation if you're Daniel Snyder. So the fact that he's ducking and dodging, trying to prolong until the Republicans get voted in the House, I mean, just a, 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 a sadistic coward. I don't even know. I don't want to get in trouble because you know the type of money they have. They might they might sue us, say say it's defamation of character or something like that. So I'm going to chill out, talk hard about Daniel Snyder. But, like, man, it's frustrating. It's frustrating because, look, all we want you to do, Dan, is sell the team. Nobody wants you to be the owner anymore, buddy. Bring your ass back to the United States so they can subpoena you, 
so you can honestly answer those questions and then move on. Sell the team. Get your billions of dollars that this franchise is worth and get the hell out of our lives. We don't want you anymore. We never did. I obviously don't like Dan Snyder. I think he's a scum of the uh, earth kind of individual. But if he successfully pulls that off, like if his grand plan comes to fruition, <laughs> I'd be impressed. Uh, know, so would I. You would credit have to where be. credit is due. You, you would have to be impressed. I mean, it, it, will, it will be one of the most gangster moves of all time. I'm going to call it how T.I. is. If Dan Snyder is able to do that to the feds, he's a gangster. Call it what it is. I want to hear from you guys, though. What do you think about this entire Dan Snyder situation, and what are you hoping to learn? MGM National Harbor Listen Lines, 1-800-636-1067. Twitter and Instagram, you can get at me as well. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Let's go to Eric in D.C. who wants to weigh in on Daniel Snyder. What's going on, E? Good afternoon, gentlemen. What's going on? I, I am certain. Uh, well, first of all, I must concur with everything you just said. Uh, you know, when he bought the team originally, I was excited. I was like, you know, we have a fan of, of our, our franchise, and he bought the team. I was so excited. You would think, I even got you excited, would think you know, when he went out and got, you know, things like Sanders. But now, after all these years, and, and I'm, an old, I'm an old fan of the team, and I remember the Super Bowl years and everything. He is certainly enjoying this hearing from his yacht. And I believe that guy was absolutely right in saying that he had those three answers, maybe four. I don't recall. I think, he, I think we're going to have to wait until the Jacksonville game when he pulls into port. <laughs> and they're going to have to have an entourage waiting for him to subpoena him because he didn't give them all the answers. And you can tell by the tone of their response they're not happy with Mr. Snyder, and if he pulls this off, like you said, it, he's going. To, he's done the best Muhammad Ali rope dope I think I've ever seen in an NFL ownership. It's unbelievable that he got away with this. I, I, honestly, I, I can't believe it either, Eric. And let me ask you this: e, When did you yeah. officially become fed up with Dan Snyder? When you were like, "All right, this this is enough. I don't want this guy to be in charge of the football team that I love." When when, when was okay. enough, enough for you? That, that's a good question. That, you know, a lot of people, want, that's a good question. So here's my deal. You know, we went out and we got Dion, And, you know, who knew that Dion was kind of a little past the hill? But it was exciting to have him. Right. And then he started getting involved in picking, you know, draft picks. And you could see the franchise slowly grinding to a, to a, to a halt. And, you know, because I'm a fan and I know that we used to have a winning franchise, I was in there. And I was like, you know, okay, let's just give him some time to get his feet on the ground. But as we saw, the worse, the longer it got, the worse he got. And my last straw was when he decided to, to uh, his last straw, when I started hearing the first things about these uh, sexual harassment allegations, I'm like, this guy has the nerve to do this to our franchise? And I was done. You know, yeah. you can't forgive bad draft choices and stuff like that at a time, but when it crosses the line right there, I'm like, you know what? I, I can't stay with you anymore. Hey, I appreciate your call, yeah, I appreciate Eric. It. I mean, look. Thank you, boss. It, it's, I, I agree with everything Eric just said, and it was interesting to hear that perspective uh, from another fan. Like I say to you guys all the time, I'm a fan just like you guys are. This hurts me and pains me to my core just as much as it pains you. And I'm a younger fan, so I haven't got to see the success of this team. All I know is drama. There, there, is, there has never been a point in my fandom that there has been drama-free, that, 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 that this team has been drama-free. There, there has never been a point 
in my fandom to where there wasn't always some sort of dark cloud hanging over this franchise. And I don't got to sit here and list them all for you. You all know just how putrid and how much of a dumpster fire and clown show that the Washington football team, commanders, Redskins, whatever the hell you want to call them, that they've been. Bring me back to the heydays. I've been out at practice talking to some of the OGs, guys like Doc Walker, who had been around the block before, guys like John Kime, who were here covering this team in its heyday. And hearing them talk about the glory days, it's like, damn, I'm just so jealous. Wow, you were covering a winning football team? You were talking about football only? There weren't non-sports stories? Well, let me, let, me, let, me, let me walk that back. There were non-sports stories. They just weren't all negative. They weren't all negative. There were good people in the organization. And now, unfortunately, Daniel Snyder is, uh, has completely alienated this fan base to the point where there were only 20 fans out there on the second day of training camp. And some people say it's a big deal. Some people don't. I'm kind of in between on it all. I see both sides of the coin as to why fans wouldn't want to come out there on day two of training camp. No pads. And it's at 9 o'clock in the morning. Who's, who's, who's taking off work? Who's able to take off work? You know what I'm saying? I, I understand. Uh, from all perspectives about the, the fans not wanting to come out there. But the big thing is, and the big takeaway for me, I sure as hell hope, I sure as hell hope that this season, based off of the additions we brought in, that this team is going to make us forget about all the negativity off the field and just give us a good product on the field. We just want a winner here. That's literally all anybody is asking for here in town. We want a winner. That's it. We don't want to have to deal with House Oversight Committee stuff. I want to know about quarterbacks and defensive ends and linebackers. I want X's and O's only. Tell me the good feel-good story about the guy doing the good work in the community. I want positivity from this franchise. Stop. Just, just stop it. Stop it. And my end message, my end message here to Daniel Snyder, if you're listening on your yacht, it has to be via the free, Odyssey, the free Odyssey app. If you are listening on the Odyssey app, Daniel Snyder, bring yourself home and sell this team. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. You know who it is, youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, here with you on the fan for about another hour and a half tonight. With you till 10 o'clock before we dish the rock to the JR Sport Brief Show. We've been talking Dan Snyder uh, primarily here in the 8 o'clock hour. We had Darren Haynes at WSA 9 on a little bit earlier. He was giving us the latest scoop as he was getting it to his cellular device. And we found out Dan Snyder finally finished his testimony in front of the House Oversight Committee after 11 hours. After 11 hours, Darren read the quote for us uh, from the House Oversight Committee, acknowledging and confirming that after 10 and a half hours officially, uh, that the deposition did wrap up and that they'll have a statement released here in the next couple of hours or maybe tomorrow. But um, you know, now that I've had some time to cool off here a little bit, because it got me hot, man. It gets me hot because it's like, come on. It, it would make everything a lot better if the product on the field was better. But, like, damn, imagine imagine trying to do your job on the football field and you got to deal with the constant peppering of questions about your owner. How distracting that possibly is, it's terrible. What Charles Barkley say is T-R-B-L, terrible. I mean, just terrible. I couldn't imagine. And poor Ron Rivera. Poor Ron Rivera having to deal with that BS as soon as he got here. As soon as he got here. There was no break. It's instantly become the spokesperson for the Washington Commanders or Washington football team at the time. He immediately became the mouthpiece for this team. And honestly, I wouldn't be mad at him if he forgot how to be a head football coach because, damn it, right now all he's been is a PR specialist. I know this question is about three years too late. But did anybody ever ask Ron Rivera what he thought when Dan Snyder said Happy Thanksgiving in January to introduce him? Look, I'm sure he didn't think it was going to lead to this. Because I'm sure it was like this moment where he was was like almost like come to Jesus moment. Like, what did I just sign up for? Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. And I feel bad for the guy, honestly. Ron Rivera, a lot of pressure on this coaching staff heading into year three. And well-deserved, honestly. Because, look, Ron Rivera... When he was first hired here on that day when Dan Snyder uttered those stupid words, happy Thanksgiving, a couple days after the new year, he said that he was going to come here and try his best to build a sustained winning culture. And look, he uh, he's done that, I guess. He's, 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 he's gotten us to the postseason one out of his first two years. This year, though, is the make or break it season. We got the new quarterback, hand-picked. It's the third year of this defense. Look, I mean, hopefully hopefully the, the, the product on the field gets better and distracts us from the black cloud that Daniel Snyder has left over this organization. Because quite frankly, like you can probably tell by the tone of my voice now, it's exhausting talking about this stuff after a while. Like, seriously. Like, I, I want to be on here talking football. All 32 teams have reported for camp, and guess what I'm talking about in the 8 o'clock hour still? Daniel freaking Snyder. 
I want to continue to hear from you guys. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well. N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. Let's go to Dimitri in Silver Spring who wants to weigh in on Daniel Snyder. What's going on? Hey, thanks for having me on. Of course, buddy. I wanted to bring up two points, and I'm going to preface that by stating I love Mike Rizzo, GM of the Washington Nationals, when he gave um, our buddy Strauss. We still there? I got you, buddy. You're good. Okay. Uh, okay, that's my fault. When, they, when he sat Strasburg down in the run for the 2012 playoffs, I said, that guy cares about people. I like this team. So now let's switch over to the Redskins. Mm-hmm. When Snyder went down and berated Norv Turner in the, in the locker room after he lost the game, I think this was 1997, hey, hey, he lost Dimitri, me back Dimitri, then. Can, can you give me a little bit more specifics on that situation? Because I'm a younger fan. I'm only 24. I wasn't watching football actively at that time. What happened? I know that I know people say the ice cream story and all this. Tell me exactly what happened with that. Well, the best I can tell you is the fan base, the fan base before Snyder took over the team knew what a well-run organization was all about. We had the best, one of the best owners in the league. He hired talented people and he let them do their job. So we come out of that, and then we're exposed to this locker room thing. And Snyder got upset because we lost the game. I can't remember if we lost to the Cowboys or whatever it was. But the point was he couldn't play with his toy the way he wanted to, so it was the <laughs> coach's fault. That's a perfect way to put okay? it. Now, now, if I own the team, I just, I've said this uh, to my sister, who's a female. You know, She knows who she is. And she liked it. And so we go over to the other side. I'm the owner of the team because I stand as a Redskin fan, and I know why. To me, it's not racist. To me, it's got a long history. So let's just put that aside. In order to address the the controversy, Uh because I care about people and because I care about honor and tradition, I would have sought out a Native American to be part owner with the team, and I would have said, if you want to keep the name, keep the name. Any questions, please address it to who, who the owner is right here. I would have opened it up. And the other thing I'll tell you, what I learned is after this name change was no longer an issue, the effort to help Native Americans dried up. Really? Dried up. Oh, yes. So, so, because so I'm associated was... with a group. Uh-huh. Um, let me just give you a little background. I'm associated with a group that does um, have associations with Native Americans, and we tried to place a call to the team to see if they would fund this uh, project that was here in Maryland. And I won't get into the details, but it would have been like, hey, you guys are helping Native Americans. We got got something we want to present to you. We sent them a letter, nothing, nothing, crickets. Yeah, a hidden agenda, I might add, right? Okay. Yeah. Now, now, let me get off the phone now because my. <laughs> well, look, I appreciate your call, Dimitri, and you dropping that uh, that knowledge on us. But boy, uh, just another another dent in the armor of Daniel Snyder. When, when, when we get calls like Dimitri, it's all all it is is just another dent in the armor of Daniel Snyder. Because that that that's interesting. That that's something I actually would like to do some more research about. Because then I don't know about you, I was privy to 
all of, you know, while they were trying to defend that name, the big thing they kept saying is, oh, Native Americans support it. Native Americans support it. We're even out here doing this and this for Native American groups. And we got this group to speak to you on, on behalf of the Washington Post and blah, 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 blah. And now to hear <laughs> that as soon as the name gets changed, <laughs> goodbye to the Native Americans. We're not going to help them anymore. It just, it's just very on brand for the type of person that evil, conniving bastard Dan Snyder is. Mm. Got to take a quick timeout. On the other side of this break, we'll talk about the quarterback situation down in San Francisco. Lewis Riddick, NFL analyst for ESPN, was on Get Up this morning and had a lot to say about the QB situation in San Francisco. I'll play that audio. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You know who it is, youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham here with you on the fan for about another hour and a half here before we dish things over to the JR Sport Brief Show. Want to thank you guys for tapping in with me on this Dan Snyder stuff. Hopefully, hopefully the drama comes to an end here uh, very soon. We're going to switch gears here a little bit, keep things on the National Football League, but we're going to take things back on the gridiron. We're going to talk about a professional sports organization that is the San Francisco 49ers much was made last season when they traded three first round picks to move up to select North Dakota State quarterback Trey Lance now he was unable to unseat Jimmy Garoppolo a year ago and everybody knows the story of the San Francisco 49ers they end up making it all the way uh, to the NFC championship game but they end up falling short Jimmy Garoppolo now being forced due to injury and a multitude of other things to hand the reins over 
two first-round pick from a year ago, Trey Lance. There are a lot of people who have mixed emotions on whether or not Trey Lance has the stuff and has the goods to be an elite NFL quarterback. Listen to ESPN analyst Lewis Riddick. He was on Get Up this morning talking about what he thinks Trey Lance could bring to the table. When we get to year 2023, you will see all the things that I know I personally fell in love with about this young man in terms of his football character, his football intellect, the the, uh, degree to which he was a leader up there at North Dakota State, the degree to which he threw the football beautifully up there at North Dakota State. I think we will all see this is why Kyle wanted this guy. This is why he believed he could take this football team to a whole new level. And ultimately, as much as I love Jimmy G, he will be a distant, distant memory. And San Francisco will be host, yes. hoisting Super Bowl trophies again. I went so far as to say this. We love to pick dark horses, right? We mm-hmm. long to, love to pick long shots. I picked Trey Lance as my long shot to win the MVP this year Ooh. in a manner in which the same way I said it about Patrick Mahomes when he first burst onto the scene in 2018, that he could take this league by storm and surprise a bunch of people. It may start slow. But this kid is a unique, unique individual in the way he is wired and the athletic ability that he possesses. Do not bet against him. I think he's going to surprise some people. That's uh, ESPN's Lewis Riddick talking about Trey Lance, the first-round quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. And I'll preface all this by saying I love, love, love me some Lewis Riddick. One of the best football minds in the game. Played at a high level. Been an NFL general manager. I mean, not not general manager. Been an NFL director of scouting. Knows how to pick talent. But Lou, and I tell him this to his face if he was right here in front of me. Lou, you're way off base and way too excited about Trey Lance. And then the fact that you're trying to go out there and compare Trey Lance to Patrick Mahomes coming out of Texas Tech, it's disrespectful. It's flat out disrespectful. It really is. Trey Lance only really has one true year of being a starting quarterback in college. Just one. Patrick Mahomes did it for two straight seasons, playing Big 12 ball, not playing in the mediocre conference, the Mountain Valley Conference that Trey Lance played in. Let me read you Trey Lance's numbers from the sophomore season that everybody's raving about. Sophomore season, the numbers are great. You can't argue with this. 67% completion percentage. Throws for a tick under 2,800 yards. He threw 28 touchdowns and zero interceptions. I completely understand. I completely understand why somebody would be overly excited about Trey Lance and his ability. And the thing about it is for Trey Lance, he didn't just do it throwing the football. I read you his passing numbers. Here are the rushing numbers. Average 6.5 yards a carry. Rushing for 1,100 yards in 14 touchdowns. 14 touchdowns. It's impressive stuff. You can't argue with the numbers. You can't. You look like a fool. But where I can pick holes in this argument, there's a multitude of reasons. layers to this, right? He's trying to compare him to Patrick Mahomes in saying that he could be a dark horse MVP candidate for this upcoming season. Because everybody knew it was only a matter of time before Patrick Mahomes ended up unseating Alex Smith in Kansas City, right? But this was different. We saw elite traits from Patrick Mahomes at the college level. 
We saw him be an elite thrower of the football on the college level. And I mentioned it earlier. He's playing in the Big 12 against a bunch of future NFL players. How many NFL players are coming from the Mountain Valley Conference? You tell me. I want to hear it. I'm, I'm dying to hear it. Because the argument has no merit, in my opinion. Let me read you some of Patrick Mahomes' numbers from college. 2015, his first full season as a starter. Throws for close to 4,700 yards. 63.5% completion percentage. 36 touchdowns passed. 36 touchdowns passed. And 15 picks. Now, that was the big knock on Patrick Mahomes coming out of college. They, they, people were knocking him for playing an unconventional style of quarterback. He was more your street ball, backyard football type of quarterbacks. And the big argument and gripe the scouts had with him is that he, they felt like he turned the football over too much, which is evident when he goes out and throws 15 interceptions uh, as a sophomore. But then his junior season, he comes back. His junior season, he comes back and does even better. Continues to light the Pac-12, excuse me, the Big 12 on fire. Throwing for 5,000 yards as a junior in college. 5,000 yards. 66% completion percentage. 41 touchdowns. 10 interceptions. I don't want to hear Patrick Mahomes and Trey Lance be mentioned in the same conversation. I I don't want to hear it. it. It's not something I'm willing to listen to. And, and here's my big argument about Trey Lance and why I think why I think the San Francisco 49ers are lunching. Completely lunching, right? Listen to this. They traded three first-round picks, right, to go up and get Trey Lance, right? Trey Lance couldn't even unseat Jimmy Garoppolo a season ago. Couldn't even, couldn't even send Jimmy Garoppolo to the bench a season ago. And Jimmy Garoppolo... Didn't play that good of football last year. It was okay. But if you're talking about a guy who you gave up three first-round picks to go get, it should have been easy. It should have been easy for Kyle Shanahan and company to go, hey, look, Jimmy, we're struggling right now. We just traded three first-round picks for this young pup. It's time to let him rock out. It's time to see what we have in Trey Lance. But no, no, no. They continued to play Jimmy Garoppolo, and he damn near threw them out of the playoff race. He had his moments down the stretch, but it wasn't great. It wasn't good enough to keep a first-round pick that you invested three first-rounders in off the field. You're not going to tell me that. I can tell you where Jimmy Garoppolo should have gotten benched last year. I, I, I can tell you where. There's a stretch of games that he was horrendous. But he was horrendous. Let's go back to week four against the Seattle Seahawks at home. 14 to 23, 165 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. That's that's keeping that's keeping Trey Lance on the bench. Putting up mediocre numbers like that. That that that's what you want me to believe in, that guy? Indianapolis Colts, 30 to 18 loss. Garoppolo, 16 to 27, 181 yards, a touchdown and two picks. Sit him down. Sit him down. But you know what I think it says? I think it says that Kyle Shanahan and company didn't think that highly or didn't see what they needed to see from Trey Lance to feel confident enough to play him. Now they're in a situation with Jimmy Garoppolo where the relationship has gotten so awkward that you have no choice but to go to Trey Lance now. Well, I think a lot of that was the plan, though, because you got to 
You got to factor damn in the plan. You gave up three first round picks. Well, that's why they have the plan. Because Kyle Shanahan is, you know, he plays the role. He's kind of smug and arrogant at times, but he plays the role of this evil mastermind. I relate him very much because I'm a nerd to the Riddler from Batman. He wants to pull one over on his audience, and he wants the audience to talk about how smart he is. And that's kind of what what he's doing here. He wants to give up all this draft capital for a guy that he sees something in that nobody else really seemed to because if they did, they would have given up three first-round draft picks. And then he wants it to pull uh, to kind of pull off in a way that everyone looks at him and says, this guy's a genius. We, we should have respected him all along. So that's really all that's going down here. I think it was... I don't think there was a hope or a prayer that Trey Lance was going to start a game last season unless Jimmy Garoppolo got seriously injured. And he did get injured, and they had to go to Trey Lance. And then guess what happened? They went right back to Jimmy G. Oh, everybody's so in love with the Mahomes plan where he sat behind Alex Smith. It was completely different. It was completely different. And here's why, bro. Alex Smith is marketably better at quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Patrick Mahomes wasn't better than Alex Smith yet. It wasn't his time. Well, Trey Lance wasn't better than Jimmy Garoppolo yet. <laughs> so, 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 so that, that, that's my point. If you trade three first-round picks for a guy, and he's not better than Jimmy G, who right now currently doesn't have a home, then how good is this kid? Well, it's up to you to develop him, and that's what they're banking on. They're banking on their development process and their development staff. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Shanahan, to his credit, whether he is or not, he believes he's the smartest guy in every single room, and he believes he's a quarterback whisperer. And you could look at certain points in his career and say, well, he did get the best out of this guy, and this guy in Indianapolis seems to think they have the Matt Ryan that Kyle Shanahan coached, which, which they don't. Yeah, but right. he got the best out of Matt Ryan. So, I mean, he he views himself as the quarterback whisperer, and again, he wants, to, he wants the world to see how smart he is on a huge stage by making this Trey Lance thing work. Yeah, and sometimes, Denton, in this business, your ego will get you burned. And right now, I think Kyle Shanahan could be looking at skin grafts in his future because he, I think, with his Trey Lance thing, is going to get burned. I think it says so much about the player. I think it says so much about the player that you couldn't, you couldn't unseat Jimmy G. Jimmy G is no world beater. He's handsome. Got a great jawline, dates porn stars, but he's not a good NFL quarterback. I'm not buying that. And then he gets to the playoffs and plays horrendous the first two games. Against Dallas, 16 to 25, zero touchdowns, a pick. Against Green Bay, and that knock him out, drag him out brawl, 11 of 19, 131 yards. Guess what he threw? Another pick. So don't tell me. Jimmy Garoppolo is some, some, some Alex Smith. He's not Alex Smith. That's another disrespectful thing to say. He isn't comparable to Alex Smith. He can't hold Alex Smith's jockstrap. Well, how much, how much better do you really think Alex Smith was though than Jimmy Garoppolo? Because if you look at, if you look at it from a broad perspective, I mean, Jimmy did get him deeper in the playoffs than Alex did. Alex, I mean, neither of them are great deep ball throwers. Like, where do you give Alex the credit and the 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 love over where you give it to Jimmy? The and decision maker. He's not an idiot back there. Jimmy Garoppolo constantly puts the ball in harm's way. I can't live with that at the quarterback position. I mean, constantly turning the football over, whether it's fumbles or interceptions. And then you heard the story told about him. Did we play that audio? 
This is about a month ago, Julian Edelman on the I Am Athlete podcast talking about his toughness and how guys were questioning his toughness in New England. It's ridiculous. You don't hear anybody questioning the toughness of Alex Smith. I was talking to Lake Lewis earlier today out at, out at Commander's training camp. He was telling me Alex Smith stories about how Alex was the first quarterback on the field early, almost an hour and a half before practice, and what impact that had on that quarterback's room and how it got the other guys to come out there early with them. He's a leader. He's a tone setter, not some porn star at the quarterback position. Take that Julian Edelman thing with a very heavy dash of salt. Edelman's a Tom Brady guy, and Tom Brady wasn't exactly fond of Jimmy G. Now, now that is that is definitely definitely a, a, a astute point that you make, Denton. I, I, I agree with that. I know some personal feelings may have been in that. But the story is the story is the story. The original story actually came from Martellus Bennett, who was – not too fond of Jimmy Garoppolo because he was the tight end on that football team and they had a game that they needed to win and Jimmy Garoppolo practiced all week and then game day comes around and it hurt too bad for him. They had to go with Jacoby Brissett, who was also injured. I would pay so much money just to have Martellus Bennett give honest assessments of every quarterback in the league. It would be the best thing in the world. It would put me out of a job, then. Why would anybody want to listen to me do sports talk radio where we can sit and listen to Martellus Bennett just tell amazing stories? Him and his brother, man. It's, those, uh, might be one of my favorite football families, then. The, the Bennetts. They were damn good at what they did, and they were controversial and weren't, and weren't scared to tell you how a T.I. is. We don't have that anymore in the National Football League. Everybody's soft. Everybody's scared of uh, ste- or stepping on somebody. I want to hear the nitty-gritty stuff. I want to hear the good story. This Trey Lance stuff is interesting to me, though, because this is this is make-or-break territory for Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. Their job security, I feel like, is directly tied to the success or failure of Trey Lance. I don't even think that's up for debate. If this Trey Lance thing does not work out in San Francisco, if you are the 49ers' ownership, how do you... How, how do you let that mistake happen? You've now possibly set this franchise back. Look at what happened here in Washington when, when Washington decided to th- trade three first-round picks. And guess who was here when that happened? Kyle Shanahan. Remember that when they traded three first-round picks for Bobby Three Sticks? They got one year of glory. And he was terrible for the rest of his time here. Great damn year, though. Great. Hey, look, we're all chasing that high, right? Everybody's chasing the high of 2012, especially around these parts. But my point is, like, he's had experience making a move like this. You didn't see them have a plan for Robert Griffin III. They threw his ass right out there. They didn't make him sit behind Rex Grossman. Come on. If this kid, and you, if you gave up all this draft capital to go get this kid a season ago, and you're not going to play him, then what are you doing? Making a fool out of yourself. Making yourself seem like you don't know anything about the sport and what you're doing. It's so frustrating to me. Because as Denton mentioned, there is this sort of like, I don't even want to call it silent, a silent arrogance, but there's this arrogance about Kyle Shanahan and the way he answers questions and press conferences and all the above. Like he just thinks he knows more than everybody. And look, he's got a pretty damn good track record. I will say that. He has been one of the youngest He's one of the bright offensive minds in this league for a long time, even dating back to his time in Houston. He made Matt Schaub look good, Denton. 
He had Matt Schaub going to a Pro Bowl. So, Kyle, you're on the clock. John Lynch, you're on the clock. We'll go around the NFC West and talk about another quarterback in that division on the other side of this break. The $166 million man, baby. If you know who I'm talking about, we'll ether him next. Don't go anywhere. We'll listen to the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.